Welcome back everybody. This is Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis and today we're doing the Bible reading. Um, so yesterday we had read Matthew 9. Today we're going to be reading Matthew 10. Now for those who may have not heard yesterday, today, yesterday, today, tomorrow, and Sunday we're doing Matthew 9 through 12. Maybe on Monday we'll do 13. And then we're going to backtrack on Monday, on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and do Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Now, it's no, there's no exactly no real reason why I'm doing it backwards, but this is just how I really wanted to do Matthew 9 yesterday. And as I was reading Matthew 9, through, and, um, I was like, you know, we can make this whole thing. So it was kind of like an unpropter thing. But it's not going to affect our learning or how we understand the Bible. So it's going to work perfectly. There, um, These are very important chapters, and you get a lot, a lot, a lot of information from them. And a lot of this is coming directly from Jesus. Remember, we are in the Gospel of Matthew. This is Jesus directly talking, um, especially the Sermon on the Mount. He does most of the talking there, too. But So here he is talking, um, kind of, uh, here's t today's chapter is Matthew 10. He's, this is when he sends his, his disciples to preach the word. So let's get into it. Like I said, we're going to go to Matthew 10. Starting all the way at the top. And here we go. And when he when he had called unto his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits, to cast them out, and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. The first Simon, who also is called Peter, Andrew his brother, James, son of Zebedee, now, I'm not going to lie to you, I am horrible with names, so if I mispronounce it, I'm very sorry. Let's get back into it. Philip and Bar Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the publican, James the son of Alphaeus, and Libaeus, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, Judas Iscariot, and who, was, who had betrayed him. These twelve, uh, <clears throat> these twelve Jesus sent forth, and commanded him, saying, Go, not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans, enter ye not. But ra go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as, soon as, we, as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick and cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, Freely ye have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver, nor brass in your purses, nor script for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor your, your slaves, for the workman is worthy of his meat. And into whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, then abide till ye go thence. And when ye come into an house, salute it. If the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if the house not, if the but if it is not be worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when ye depart out of the house or city, shake the dust off your feet. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah. In the day of judgment, then for that sitting. Behold, I send you forth as sheep into the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. 
But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you into their synagogues. And ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no part, take no thought on how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in the same hour as ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of the Father which speaketh in you. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death, and the father to the child. And the children shall rise up against their parents, and cause them to be put to death. And ye also be hated of all men for my sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Now that, pause, is also an endurance. This is also a testimony for the revelation. Just kind of wanted to throw that in before I forgot about it. Um, but when they persecute you in the city, flee ye into another. For verily I say unto you, you shall not have gone over the cities of Israel to the Son of Man become. Disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master, and his servant as his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Bezalel, how much more shall they call them of his household? Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid, that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light, and what ye hear in the ear, that ye preach ye upon the housetops, and fear not them which kill the body, and are not able to kill the soul, but fear rather him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two pharaohs sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father? But the very hairs of your head are numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Who shall, who, whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. And whoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to, to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. I have come to set a man at variance against his father, and a daughter against his mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. <clears throat> And he that taketh not his cross and falleth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he, he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. He that receiveth you receiveth me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth, righteous, receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's re reward. That's a tongue twister. And whoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, fairly I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. <clears throat> now that is like, well, that was a, a long chapter, but it touched a lot of very good information. And normally I go out and highlight a few parts of the bottom of what I want to speak about. But I'm just going to go back up and 
scroll down because there's a lot of stuff that he had put into this one chapter, Matthew. And there's a lot of important stuff. So before we go, well, let's go up to the top where he, he sends out his, ten, his 12 disciples. And he tells them to heal lepers and heal the sick. And people think, oh, well, if, if I'm a person of Christ, then I should do the same. Um, I've actually heard it before that people believe that if you are a true follower of Christ, you should be able to heal a leper. But that's not it at all. That's not it at all, actually. Um, he said, so you see where it says Jesus sent forth and commanded them. So he directly told them. And remember, we all have our jobs in this world. Not all of us are set out to preach. So therefore, not all of us can heal. Matter of fact, none of us can heal. Only Jesus Christ. And you know, when you pray over a body who's sick, and um, like I've done it myself, I've prayed over my kids or others who are sick, and that, I've seen them healed. But that wasn't me. That was God. But I was only called to do it that moment. You know, we have to be called to do it. You know, so and that's very important. I don't want there, the reason I'm telling you, I don't want there to be any misconfusion. Well, I haven't healed anybody. Well, you haven't been called to yet. And when Jesus wants to, he will, he will call it. When God wants you to, he'll call you. God, God will call you. That's just an important um, fact that we need. I needed to mention. Now we're going to go, continue scrolling down and. When, right when we see, uh, we're going to go to 9, where it says, Provide not another gold nor silver or brass in your purses. And he's saying that you're not here selling anything. You're not here to sell information or any goods. This is strictly for whoever wants it. If you give gold, that, there's, there's a transaction. So that means you are making a product out of the word. And that is not what Jesus wants. He wants to take anybody who can openly take it. If you require a price, then you are not worthy of Jesus or his word. And he's going to go and he says, Whoever shall not receive you, depart the house and shake off the dirt, the dust of the, off your feet. Saying, That house is dirty. That, that, that city is dirty. You know, move on. But he's saying, Don't come back until you touch every town. He's saying, You got to touch every town before the Son of Man says you can move on. And, and here is another very, very big thing he says. Message. He says for verse 16. I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be therefore as wise serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up on councils. And... And he continues to go send to a scourge in, this, in the synagogues. You will be brought before kings and governors for my sake. And you should not be scared. And he says, I, I will lead you into a pack of wolves. He doesn't lead you around the wolves. He doesn't lead you around. He, no, he's going to bring you through it in the midst of the wolves. Which means he, he you know. You know you're going to get to some danger. But think about sheep. What does usually sheep have? They're in a herd, right? Now, who, who is normally in charge of the herd? The shepherd. Now, when when, the, when I think about it, when the sheep go through, when they move from one place to another, they have the shepherd and the shepherd's dog, whatever. The shepherd leads them and guides them and cares for them when there's any danger, such as wolves. Well, the Lord is our shepherd. He says it right here. He says. 
For it is not what you speak, but the speak of the Father. He says, Do not think or reward. I'm going to tell you what to say. I just got a test message. I've been hurting. Um, <laughs> um, he says, I will tell you what to say. And I will be there and I will guide you. But don't be don't fear to go. For it will be a bumpy path. It will be a scary path. But And there will be suffrage. And he's acknowledging that. He's telling us directly. He's not hiding it from us. He's not saying, well, follow me. But nothing will bad happen. Sure. I mean, maybe. But no, he's telling us straightforward. He's being transparent. You're going to go in the midst of, of wolves and of danger. People are going to persecute you and injure you and suffer you. But if you stay with him, he then endures to the end. Will be remembered in heaven. It will be good before my father. And that's something that's important. It's like we all got to remember that we are limited in our time here. And the only way we can get through it is with the Lord. And let's continue going down to verse 27. And it says, What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light. What you, hear, what you hear in the ear, preaching that preach ye upon the housetops. And what he's saying here is like, when he tells you something, he whispers it. He's going to tell you something. And he wants you to preach it no matter who hears it. Don't be afraid to to share your voice and share the word and to let everybody hear you no matter what because you're going to be against you're going to have people that's already against you and that's a testament in life as well is we're going to come across people who don't like us right we're going to go we're going to say oh oh well this person doesn't like me that person doesn't like me well you know what they don't have to like me that's on them and in this case that's between them and God that's between you and them they don't have to listen to they may they may persecute you or harm you right that's not even between you and them. That's between them and God. Guys, remember, you got the shepherd on your back. You got you got the Lord. And remember, when Jesus was caught, he said to Peter, he says, Do you think not that I could send a legion of angels to rescue me? No. He didn't because he, he had to. He was going to be persecuted. He had to be persecuted just like we do. Just like we do. No matter what, you're going to have people who don't want to hear about God. People who are just so against God these days. And it's sickening. But it doesn't mean... That does not mean that we should hide the word. Never, ever be afraid to share the love and the word of God to everybody. To even people you know don't believe in it. To everybody. I mean, it, it, does, say, it does say in the Bible, actually in Matthew, we're going to go over that next week it says do not give uh, what is holy unto dogs but that's after you give them words of the word you know but we'll get into that next week I don't want to touch that too too much but you know when we know that people who are Jewish or hey, well they don't believe in Jesus Christ but we still preach we still preach because you never know who, who the Lord is trying to get the message to so, for instance like here when I pray when I do these Bible studies I, I pray what should I read and the Lord gives me what to read because he knows he has a plan for his message, for his word to go out there. And all our jobs is is to deliver. It's like being a pizza delivery boy. You don't make the pizza. You just deliver it. Right? You put the stress of the making of the pizza to the, to the, the chef. 
or the pizza maker. I don't know what you guys call them in in a pizza restaurant, but either way, like, you know, you're just a and that's kind of re, that's kind of relaxing. It's like you're just we're just here to deliver. We're only having one specific job, and he's telling us exactly what we need to do. He's taking care of all the stress and the worries for us. And when I go down a little bit, this is a lot of stuff people understand this. And I kind of want to explain. This is a very deep passage. Um, and we're going to go to 34. And it says, Think not that I have come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. And he goes off. He said, instead of man against his father, and a daughter against his mother, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, is... If you love your father more than me, what he's saying is, is he's not here to like. Okay, well, I don't want fathers to love their daughters or any of that. He's saying is, if you value them over me, then you are not worthy of me. He says it right here. He says that he that loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of you. He that loves his son or daughter is not more than me, not worthy of me, and. Now he's saying is like you know yes these are important relationships father and daughter, mother and son you know etc. But he still comes first. Remember these are worldly things. Remember that these are worldly things. These relationships. The one true forever and ever and ever and ever in eternity is father and son or father and daughter, which is God and us directly. And this is, we're going to touch again more on Sunday. We're going to do a Sunday again around the same time on God and the family. How do we keep God and the family? And so it's not that he doesn't want us to love each other. He wants us to be set against each other. He wants to make sure that we're putting him before us. That we love him more. That we follow him. He said that he that taketh down his cross. Remember the first episode of this whole podcast. I told you about Matthew 16 24. He that followed me must pick up his cross. Um, and what he's saying there is the same thing here. It's like, if you're not willing to do that and follow me, then you're not worthy of me. Then what are you doing? Remember, he used to preach to the multitudes. But he only came back to that small group. Because that small group was the only one that truly followed him every step of the way and wanted to follow him. You start to see in the Bible that the people started weaning back. And we're going to see that in these coming chapters. And chapters I've already uh, next week uh, that we're going to be touching next week on how people just start like to take it back, and we see how Jesus reacts to this. So again, it's extremely important. That no matter what relationship you have, you can't put it before the Lord. I mean, if we find a new, for instance, if we find a new spouse, right? We find a new spouse, and they are not, they are not a, a Christians. Well, that first off, is that a relationship you want to be in? And is that going to affect your path with God? And that's what you got to remember. That's what you got to think about and remember. Um, and then we're going to kind of touch on this last thing. Um, I just had to write something down to remind myself. Um, we got to get into that a little bit. You see, the receiveth me, and receive, receiveth you, receiveth me. And he's saying this, if you're here for me, if whoever listens to you, so whoever accepts your word and truly listens to it, accepts him, 
But that doesn't mean everything you say. Sometimes, and I mean, what I mean by that is, when we hear somebody preaching the word of God, you still always got to be conscious of what you hear. You're still gonna have. There's also we're also coming up against in the future in the next few chapters. Is there's, you're gonna have sheep dressed as wolves, and I kind of like that. I'm kind of doing backwards a little bit because now I'm foregoing into information like wolves just as sheep. And it's gonna it gives you kind of a little bit more to listen out for and what to remember. And you go, oh, I remember we talked about that in, in chapter ten. And so we gotta remember that there is still wolves. Like that's how the devil tricks us. The devil tricks us by pretending to be righteous and trying pretending to be one of those sheep. And in fact he's actually a wolf. So when we hear, when we receive someone's word, we we accept them, receive it, the money gives them. We still gotta be conscious. Is this God, what God wants me to listen to? And you feel it because God says, uh, he, I believe we'll hear that in the next chapter. Um, he that heareth my uh, he he that heareth my voice. Um, so he that heareth my voice, let he let he, uh, is let he who has ears hear. And so it's pretty, um, it's, it's kind of pretty self-explanatory that, you know, we, his sheep will hear his voice. That's what he says. My sheep will hear my voice. And so when we, someone gives us a message, we, we always got to make sure we're hearing God through it. Because sometimes you'll hear stuff, you'll hear stuff through the radio or social media or through friends or family or coworkers or et cetera. And you're not really receiving, you're not really feeling God in what they're saying. Let me tell you a little story, kind of a little about this, and this is where we'll end it. But uh, I went to Mexico last year, and we went to a church. And when I went, it was in Spanish, I didn't really understand much of it. I'm um, still, my wife is Mexican, so she speaks fluent Spanish, I'm still learning. Um, but when I was in that church, that was telling me to get out. And I was being, you know, pushed on the inside. You got to really leave because what he, the guy, the priest, the leader, did not really sit there and like he he did not give off like the vibe like he wanted to be there. He was giving off good word. It seemed more of a job for him. Like he was like there for money. Um, and you and again you you'll get that message because you sheep will hear his voice. You won't, you'll be able to hear and feel God talking to you. But, I mean, that's just my little experience with that is something that I've experienced where I don't hear God and I need to leave. You know, it's better for you to leave and walk away and then to fill your ears with bad information. Um, so, yeah. So, again, thank you so much for coming. Uh, a little bit of announcement. Uh, we're going to be doing that ser- this week's sermon on, again, Sunday. Um, Sunday around 4 or 5 o'clock. Um, it's going to be all about God and the family. We kind of touched some, on some stuff today about it, but we're really going to dig in uh, on Sunday about it. And it's a very important, like, you know, we always got to keep the God in our family. And we always got to keep, you know, Him in our everyday lives. And, you know, I'm not perfect with these podcasts. I haven't been able to do it every single day, but I try. I do try my best to do so. So that's what it's about. It's all about trying and doing, giving God our all and our best. Um, Again, if anybody has any comments, questions, concerns, 
please always feel free to email me personally at Christians United Ministry at gmail.com. That's Christians with an S. United Ministry at gmail.com. If you need any advice, if you need a van, if you want to say, I kind of disagree with you. I want to discuss a little bit about this, what you, what you said here or this chapter. Maybe you didn't get a full understanding. I am absolutely open to it. Hey, maybe if you want to give me a recommendation on a book you want to hear on the podcast, I am definitely in any ways you guys can recommend that I can build this and develop this podcast. I am certainly open to doing it because that this is this is good. This is a community. God gives us a community and a family, and we need to make that community thrive. Um, again, my name is Travis. This is Christians United Ministry, and God be with you.